Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Hello, heroes, and welcome to another exciting episode of One Shot, and the last entry in my audition for the One Shot host position. I'm Renee Rhodes, she, her, and I'll be your host and storyteller for today. Quickly, I want to thank you, heroes. Auditions can be nerve-wracking, but this has been an undeniably amazing experience from top to bottom. Thanks for making all of this possible by listening and supporting the show. Today, we are wrapping up our Animon story adventure. I have to tell y'all, this cast of performers gave me feelings I never expected, which is such a GM joy. I end up smiling every time I talk about this game. And since I can't wait for you to hear how it all plays out, without further ado, it's time for our players to face their destiny. Can their courage pull them through? Welcome back to the world of Animon Story. Wow, that was amazing. I will also say bond points can be used to reroll. Uh, so James, if if you feel real bad about your roll, which we might have uh, done this last round, uh, you can use it then, uh, or you can also use it to interject to make an immediate extra action in combat if anyone else has Ooh. something they would like to use. I'll I'll save that for for down the road. I, I think, um, but good to know. Absolutely. Because I cannot got, take another ha- hit like that again. <laughs> <laughs> that was a very good hit. Yeah. I mean, to be yeah. to be fair. Um, so next up is B. Yep, and remember you are boosted. Yes, that's true. I think I have to attack. I think you know, okay. uh, surveying the situation, saying that like uh, her friends are truly in danger, like. Glamtron knows what to do, and um, it is Shadow Sparkle Overcharge time. <laughs> Amazing! So by using this uh, attack, you may spend as many signature attack uses as you want if you have them available. I believe you have all of yours available yep. still. And if the attack is successful, we'll deal damage per usual, but multiply your damage score by the number of uses spent. I'm going to spend two uses then. And then that'll, okay. plus the one I'm already using, I think that'll be all of mine. Okay, let's go for it. It does say if this leaves you with zero action or zero um, uses left, you will become incapacitated until the start of your next turn, but you have the potential to do a lot of damage here. So uh, it's up to you on if you would like to take that risk. I'll do it. Great. For my friends, they deserve Amazing. It. We're going to use power because this is going to be a display of raw glitter sparkle strength. Okay. If you could just roll me a power plus a die for your signature attack. Got it. With that boost, thank you. It's going to be one, two, three, four, 
four out of five successes. Um, and that's wow, any sixes? two sixes. That's wow. awesome. Okay, so f- four successes does mean <laughs> you do the normal amount of damage as usual, but multiply your damage score by two uses. So this is that plus three because of the difference between your attack and my dodge. That's a lot of damage. So I'm going to do eight times two plus three. It is the damage score by number of uses spent. So what is your uh, damage score? Eight. That's what it is on your character sheet? Yep. Did I not do that math right? Because it's four times two, right? Yeah, yeah, it is. You're right. Yeah. No, that's that cool. is. I'm just. Uh, yeah, this is just going to be a whole lot of damage. So eight times two for two uses spent. Great. Yep. Wow. So we got sixteen. Plus your typical damage is, I guess, plus three for that difference you're between your attack the difference. and this. Yep. Yes. So that is nineteen. Nineteen. Um, with that, I think this this overcharge, what does it look like? <laughs> um, all the little eyeballs start to glow. And then as they get brighter and brighter, um, you know, it's kind of like in, in anime when that when the scene kind of white out whites out. Um, except there are um, it's like glitter falling from the sky is kind of the after effect. But before that happens, once the charge has, you know, had enough time to really gather, um, Glamton has the, tri- has the time to gather their strength. Um, they just release this. It's very much like a hyper beam. Um, this absolute laser of sparkling power. And then as that dissipates, the, the after effect of kind of sparkling glitter uh, fall to the ground. And then all the eyes go dark because we're incapacitated now. Uh, so you could fully take an enemy out with us. Ha ha ha. Great. I would like um, to. <laughs> this uh, beam just all the way around uh, and and focuses in on one of these shadows to which they cannot withstand this light and just disappear into a poof of smoke. And you hear an angry growl. James, Sorinir's turn. Sorinir, <laughs> are you okay? It looks back at you and nods firmly. Well, then let's finish this. And I think, yeah, we're going to use a signature attack this time. Um, So use that signature attack. Um, It's still light, so I guess this is boosted. Sorinir, hit him with paper flock. Okay, and what uh, ability are you using for paper flock? What skill? Uh, that's that's still gonna be power. Great. All right. So power plus one for your signature attack. Mm-hmm. Uh, so uh, rolling five dice, uh, I get four hits, uh, and two of them are. Sixes. It is still boosted, so it, making sure. Yes. That you... So one of those hits was a three. Great. So yeah, four hits overall, and two of them are sixes. All right, so that does uh, your damage uh, plus two and then whatever effect your ability is. Um, So that's just multi-element, which won't really have a big effect in this situation. But um, I think like Sorinir like takes to the sky, flaps their wings, um, moves faster and faster, like kind of circling around uh, their opponent. And it hits a point where they split into like 
uh, dozens of paper birds made of light and like fly right through this enemy, um, just striking them dozens and dozens of times with these flecks of light. Okay, amazing. I will say too that this is my dodge roll, so it will be after we use it, uh, does bring us up to critical. Okay. Uh, so y'all will have another critical, but because it has happening at this point, and it is me triggering it in this case, uh, we're going to hold that until y'all decide how you would like to use of it. Of course. So that is your damage plus two for the difference between the attack and my dodge. That's going to be 10 damage. Great. You obliterate another one of these horrors. And as these cranes pierce through, leaving behind like holes where you can kind of see the cafe wall on the other side, it is now starting to blur and the smoke crosses away and turns into wisps floating up into the air and through the vents out of this cafe. There is one horror remaining, but you hear this low rumbling growl, almost like the sound of thunder, crescendo into this roar. And suddenly the walls just turn into smoke. There are clouds of that same dark smoke here, gray, black, purple, blue, layered onto each other. And amongst them all sits this regal creature, like a lion, but with nebulous fur and just billowing smoke as a mane around its face. And it turns to you with this piercing glare, eyes burning bright as stars and looking through each of you. You are the shit. I will give you that. You'll give us a lot more than that. Yeah. Each of you find yourselves standing as small as bugs at the feet of the king of beasts. Oh. <laughs> the king looks to each of you and says, What brings you here? Kemba takes a step forwards, teeth gritted as they stare up at this creature, this beast, this king. I have no idea what's happening here, but my sister not waking up has something to do with you. And I points up at this beast. And I'm here to fix that. Your sister did not awaken this morning. No. Her animal is gone as And well. to make matters worse, she was separated from her animon. To separate friends is unforgivable. Mm-hmm. Ah, uh, but see, the sleeping is but a side effect of losing her animal. Her animal was simply brought home. Um, like, they volunteered, or was it against their wishes? No, it was my wishes, and all anima must adhere to them. Ew. Ew. Uh, yeah, that doesn't sound like friendship to me. Eyes just piercing through you. But I also don't, like, know what friendship is either, so it's not a big deal. <laughs> Then you're no better than you're no better than an employer. <laughs> Eyes turn to you, Max. Employer is a 
foreign word to me. But you... Interesting that you say that, because you act just like one. Think you can rearrange people's lives against their will. Why dare you speak to me in such a way? And I think Max grabs at his uh grabs at his scarf which is definitely like flapping just in the force of uh uh i think the breath of this creature it's just his words are causing the scarf to flap in the wind he grabs it and i think he's attached that um bird like charm onto the scarf and he, he looks at them together because i've already had a friend separated from me i already know what that feels like and I won't let that happen to anyone else. Not if I can do anything about it. So I don't care who you are. If you're the king of beasts or you're the chief executive officer. It doesn't matter. There's a low rumble. And at first it sounds like a growl, but then it starts to sound like a chuckle. And James, if you could roll me spirit here. Mm -hmm. Pretty please. Yeah. And you are able to... Uh, use your talent as uh, it is connected, or if you feel your uh, trait applies here, uh, we can also negotiate a boost. So, yeah, let's oh, see. Oh, and you're using your item, huh? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. Mm -hmm. So definitely talent nerves of steel, I think, applies in this situation. I'm trying to remember what trait is. Oh, so, uh, so yeah, the trait is spirit, definitely. For sure. Uh, sorry, right. I meant type feature. Uh, so, like, if if this is something where it applies to your character, uh, let's see what yours was for the was loner. For the loner, you gain boost whenever you attempt to play it cool, begrudgingly cooperate, or protect your true friends. Yeah, I guess I guess this is definitely a mix of protect true friends and play mm -hmm. it cool in the face of this godlike entity from another world. <laughs> yeah. I think that's great. And the way using your special item in here will play is that you get the effects of spending a bond point for free. Oh, damn. Oh, sick. Um, and so a bond, for, for uh, correct, remind me, bond point will boost uh, the action. So you could use so. it here for better odds and gain two dice on this roll. Oh. Yeah, you know what? Let's let's just go for broke. Let's do that. You could also uh, gain more if you choose to spend any of your own bond points. I feel we we reach a point where we might hit overkill on this um, <laughs> because I am right now holding for this one action. Eight You've dice. really checked all the so, narrative boxes. Yeah, this is. Uh, yeah. Go ahead. Okay. I can't remember if this is boosted or not. If it's not this boosted. This is boosted. Yes, this okay. is boosted. So if it's boosted, that is six successes overall. Three of them sixes. Okay. Oh, my God. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Uh, great. That absolutely does sway this beast, this king of beasts. And he looks at you for a very long time time and in their eyes you see multitudes you see dreams like the ones you've experienced every night you fall asleep with, but also countless more because there are countless dreams among the number of people in the world some are collective some are individual 
and you are seeing all of the representations in this beast's star-like eyes. And she lowers her head. Fine, you have piqued my interest, but I know that just as dreams are your strengths, Anima are also drawn to nightmares. And your world has a great many nightmares. If I am to protect my own, they must be home. But you claim that Anamon are safe and happy there? Well, King, it's complicated. Uh, my mom explained to me that that she has to go to work because she's got to protect all of us. And that means that we have to be separate from each other sometimes. I can tell you that everybody in our world who has an Animon loves them and wants to take care of them uh, just the way I imagine you do. But the reason people have to be separated in my world is because things are so complicated. There isn't any one reason. It's a lot of reasons that intersect. But if the reason that Animon and the people who love them have to be separated is just you, well, then you can change. Your dreams are big, human. I will grant you a test. If you can withstand the dreams I place in front of you, I may consider you worthy of my animal. Um, Maximilian, like, is clearly shaking. He knows that he's, like, playing, uh, really high up. He doesn't quite understand everything about what the King of Beasts might imply, but, you know, it gets enough. He grips that scarf, you know, hard in his hand, uh, looks at that charm, and then looks back to the King of Beasts into the eyes of, like, infinite dreams, getting a glimpse just on the surface of them of what might be in store for him if he decides to take this challenge on. And he says, whatever it takes. At, at this point, I think I think Minnie reaches up and, and grabs Max's hand and just like squeezes it and looks up the King of Beasts as well and says, well, if you're going to give my brother a test, you should give me a test too. I mean, we all love our Animon here. We, we all want to be with them. Even the people that you took them away from. I, I mean, I hope most people are good with them. I have to learn how to do stuff properly. Well, we all do. It's, it's, it's like, you know, you just got to learn to make mistakes and then sometimes you get better at them. You know? And just like, just big wide doe eyes up at this <laughs> terrifying, <laughs> intimidating king of beasts. Yes, I would like for you to roll here. Yeah. Uh, are you using spirit? Ah! Uh, I think I'm using spirit here. All right, go for it. Not very eloquent, but she's Oh, this trying. is a two, <laughs> by the way. Two, two is the difficulty. Okay, cool. I didn't even get to say for James. The difficulty was five, but James rolled so <laughs> many dice. Oh my that God. <laughs> that was a lot. <laughs> yeah. 
And uh, there was an, a contested role that did affect that as well. So um, I'm going to say I'm going to use my type feature of tiny tag along because I am attempting a test that will get me in the trouble. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, Great. Go for yeah, it. Okay. Let's see. Oh, no. Zero successes. No. That was a bad roll. <laughs> Ah, but you can oh, I spend can spend a bond a, point. A, a, a I am going to spend a bond yeah. point. <laughs> Good call. Good catch. Thank you very much. That's much better. That's four successes. Ooh. Nice. With one of them a six. <laughs> All right. You see a twinkle in the King of Beasts' eye. It's because these eyes are as bright as stars. It's like a flare, a flash. But it's amused. And it says, You shall have your two. Tiny. And not that small. You are tinier than they, and they are tiny. What of the rest of you? <laughs> I feel like Alaska and Akemba are going to kind of exchange looks. Um, so, like, these are my best friends. Whether or not they consider me their best friends, it's kind of... Um, it doesn't matter. These people are amazing, and the Animon that are with them are also kind of amazing, and if I knew how to make a friendship bracelet for a rock, you know I would have. Um, but that's kind of not a thing, so I just want to make sure everybody's gonna be happy and safe because, well, that's not how the world works. There's no such thing as happy and safe all the time. We have to kind of sometimes experience the ickiness to really appreciate the goodness. Does that make any sense, King of Beasts? You wish to be tested as well? Uh, yeah. It shall be done. Ikemba. Elbow Ikemba. <laughs> Ikemba has been like staring at this king of beasts this entire time i think hasn't even really registered what the others have been saying in this moment because i think there's like a war going on within him where he's trying to fight the intense fear that this like almost like they emit a frightening aura this king of beasts and they're trying to keep cool and still hold that um tough exterior that they've worked so hard to forge and they will take a step forward, kind of like slam their foot forwards and point up at this king of beasts and say, this test better kill me because I'm a man of my word. And I said, I'm going to tear you a new one and points up at this creature as he says this. And I'll remind There's you, this is a 14 year old saying he's a man of his word. So like, <laughs> just imagine that. Yeah. <laughs> you take that only so seriously. Yeah. I love it. And there's another flash, this time a mix of amusement and annoyance. And it, in its eyes, each of you see the flashes of possibilities, but its eyes land first on Max. And as these flashes continue, Max hugging Sorinir, Max uh, graduating surrounded by people who are giving him hugs, graduating high school, because that's much closer as than college. As far as anyone can imagine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and um, lastly, they flicker to your friend who left. Haru. The scene from your dream, the one where you met Sorinir, and the King of Beasts blows, and all of a sudden the smoke around you just 
washes away and leaves you in the same field where you find yourself running next to her, but actually, no, Haru is in front of you. But as she looks back at you, you realize there is someone else in front of you that she is looking back at. It's some other kid. It's not you. Yeah, Max. I think this dream, like there are a lot of variations on it. Uh, it is always like the warm and comforting like thought of being with his friend and of what they meant to each other. And this is really the first time uh, of him conceiving that his friend might not be missing him in, in the same way that he misses her. What do you do? There's like the instinct of, of desperately trying to keep up, of trying to run farther, trying to run faster, trying to still be there. The rest of you find yourselves in a field unfamiliar to you as this is not your dream. But you do see Max running away from you after someone and another kid with her. And he's not far from you. Where's um, Max going? Max? We should probably... Haru, him. wait! Oh, yeah, that is Haru. He's, oh. he's Haru. So, like... She and Max were, like, super best friends, like, ultra best friends. They had, like, everything in common and kind of crushed him. I don't know if you noticed that Max is kind of angsty and blames a lot on, like, you know, capitalism. It's really just unresolved feelings about his best friend. And we might be about to see the resolution here. I... I probably run after Max, I think, for a couple of steps before slowing down and kind of realizing that this might be Max's battle. And we'll just, I guess, keep watch, but won't continue to follow as persistently. Yeah. I think I think Minnie had kind of already started running after Max, uh, but then like pauses halfway, seeing that the other two aren't following and is like looking back between uh, her brother and her friends unsure where to go <laughs> trying to trying to be close to to both groups uh as the distance becomes further and i think for max's part like the the obvious thing right is that uh it doesn't matter how fast he runs or how much he tries to move like they're always that far ahead of him and of you course. know it's it's got to reach the point where she turns back and offers that hand and it's to somebody who who isn't him and i think like they they disappear over over the next hill and max like stumbles in his running and falls down and i think he bursts into tears this has to be 
when I don't know if it's just the fact that Minnie had moved kind of the farthest, um, but Alaska will make eye contact with the two of them. If Minnie is going to take these first steps, then I know that we need to follow the future of the youth because they know how to make the best choices for everybody. Do you hear that sound? That's not the wind. That's our friend who needs us. We need to give them our hand. So do you go after Max? Yes, as soon as as soon as the other if any of the other two start to move forward, Minnie is mm-hmm. booking it toward Max. Minnie. Would you say you get there first? Yeah, then? absolutely. As you've gone the farthest, yes. You approach Max. Hasn't noticed you're there yet. Um Haru. I think I think Minnie is just gonna do the golden retriever move and just tackle hug. So I think it's just it's just a running leap and then jump as uh, she wraps her her arms around uh, Max's waist and holds him tight. Max, suddenly your sister is there. And as you notice her, you also notice that Ikemba and Alaska are quickly approaching behind. And you see Ikemba um, skateboarding through these the field through the field yeah <laughs> great um, great it's not going great but he's making his way um, as fast as he can what about alaska um they're shuffling their tarot deck and as they're kind of jogging over they do pull a card put the deck away and they hold that card close max haru is not here but they are and alaska approaches you ikemba rolls to a stop Alaska, what is this card you have? It is the 14 of best friends. So like I drew this card on the way here and I know you really didn't want to wear the best friend bracelet, but maybe now you feel what it's like when one person really wants to be your friend and the other one doesn't even remember you. I think you're really cool and If you want to wear the best friend bracelet, you know, even hidden, it would just be cool if you said you wanted to be my friend because I really want to be your friend, Max. Alaska, it's not that I don't want to be your friend. It's... I I was closer to Haru than, than I can imagine being close to anyone. And... She still had to go away, and there was nothing that anyone could do about it. If I, if I'm that close to someone else, it's, it's just going to hurt when they have to go away too. And that sort of thing shouldn't happen, but it does, and no one can stop it. I mean, like, you know how we have nightmares? Sure, they suck, but they also make the dreams so much better for that. I'm so sorry you have to feel, like, sadness and loss, but you also have people that can be your friends right now, right here, and maybe in the future we can be super ultra best friends. I can't, like, stop the pain. Neither can your sibling your friends, your animon, 
but we can be here while you hurt. I don't, I don't know if I'm ready for another super best friend, but, but maybe I could be ready for another friend right now. I'm going to turn around and work on a new bracelet. Hey heroes, it's Renee, your host and storyteller here with a few one-shot network announcements. For patrons of the network, I will be sharing some insights into this audition series one-shot. Check out my notes from before the session, as well as a snippet of my thoughts and commentary on how the episode turned out. It probably won't surprise you that the players surprised me several times, so I hope you enjoy this behind-the-scenes look at how everything went. Also, our Kickstarter is live! We are funding the third season of our all-ages actual play, Skyjack's Courier's Call. Kieran, Cece, and June are reuniting once more in all-new season of adventures in the Swiftwell Courier Service. After the events of Audrin Prom sent them to separate ships, will they be able to come together again to face the trials ahead? Listeners can help us fund this production, get involved with Dear Audrin Letters and Tales from Thornvale, and fund bonuses for the cast and crew. Skyjack's Courier's Call is one of my favorite shows on the OneShot Network, so I hope that you'll check out this Kickstarter and support the show. Now's a great time to get into it too, if you haven't yet, with Season 3 just around the corner. Find the link to the Kickstarter in the show notes and go support this awesome production! Plus, the listener surveys for the OneShot host audition are coming out. We are asking listeners to tell us how they feel about each candidate and the games that they have run. Patrons can look for links to the survey on Patreon, while public feed listeners can find those survey links at oneshotpodcast.com. Please support your favorites and let us know what you think. Your thoughts could help us choose between all of these talented performers. And now, a word from our sponsors. I think Minnie is still still holding on. And I think the, the hug is just getting tighter and tighter as as things go on. And just like I think muffled up against Max's back. Oh, I'm not going anywhere. We we have to stick together, like mom said. So I'll always be here. <laughs> Ikemba kind of like looks off into a distance, doesn't make eye contact because that wouldn't be cool or tough for him to do kind of stuffs his hands into his pockets and just says, I have to admit, you're pretty cool. (laughs) High praise. (laughs) Max, the field rolls away around you and you're back on those clouds standing there at the paws of the King of Beasts. And they're looking at each of you now differently than before as if before they'd look so closely at each of your souls your desires your flaws everything that you are now they are looking at all of you together and it's different there's a consideration there there wasn't before and the images you see flickering through their eyes are moving more slowly than they were before You see beautiful moments from your friendships with each other. 
with others like Haru, and with your Animon, and other people with their Animon, and the Animon you'd see in nature, like the cat bus, dandelion fluffs, and the dandelion fluff clouds, the sleepish, the sheep, sleepy sheep. <laughs> The sleepy sheep. Yes, of course, the sleepy sheep. And these images slow and slow until it stops on just an image of all of you together in a room with your animon being handed your Annie tools for the first time. And the king of beasts says, I have never interacted with the human world beyond watching. I suppose I didn't see it before. What a dream could be. Truly, its potential, its capacity. Its eyes turn to each of your animon and says, Are you happy with them? And Glamtron says, affirmative. Borkifer looks up at you, tail wagging, tongue lolling, looks back at the beast, the king of beasts, and says, yeah! <laughs> Sorenir, silent as ever, but gives a nod. Archangel, yeah, I mean, they're okay, I guess, but yeah, I'm, no, I'm kidding. I wouldn't want it any other way. And the beast nods too. Galaxies swirling in their smoky mane as they nod and say, Then I will withhold my judgment. I shall send back the animal I took this morn. And I will leave you in peace. But I ask one favor. Yeah, like anything. Each of you must return and prove that these bonds I trust you with are still worthwhile. You have permission to enter the world of dreams freely. Go, but stay strong in each other and in your Are you, are, are you, like, our, our friend now? Can I, like, add you to my friendship? Friend is a strong term. Oh. Okay. Well, if what I have to do is show you what friendship is worth, then I can do that. I look forward to tiny humans. And the King of Beasts blows again. Wait, if if you've only ever watched us, um, and and stuff, um, your father is actually here. And she, they, she goes into her bag and pulls out the packs lunch, um, yes. from ah. mom. <laughs> um, I like these sandwiches a lot. Mom makes them. Uh, there's some good stuff in in the human world too. That's not just you know, friendship stuff. Friendship is really great, but also, I like. <laughs> lifts up the bag <laughs> she sniffs several times uh and uh 
takes this box gingerly from you with a big paw. <laughs> Sniffs again. The aroma is pleasing. I shall try these treats from your human world. Go. And then blows again. And each of you feel that same falling sensation, as if your head is just about to hit the pillow as you settle in for a long night's sleep. You're back in Drax's sister's room. And as each of you wake up, so does Drax's sister. Ikemba's sister. Ikemba's sister, sorry, yes, Ikemba. We're, we're in, yeah, we're in the real <laughs> world. Dang, why is everyone well, in my room? <laughs> Meta, uh, yeah. Uh, you wake up in Ikemba's room. Ikemba's sister's room. You wake up in Ikemba's sister's room. Ikemba, your sister, awakens as well. And she takes a deep breath it was a dream, looks up to you and just throws her arms around you and hugs you tight Whoa. in front of all of your friends, of course. Hey, hey, I, I kind of like, I think I embrace the hug, like just instinctually, because I think I've ex I'm experiencing the relief and the, the, the drop of the adrenaline and just happy to see her awake. But then kind of like looks around, because I, I think his sister kind of like, hugs him and spins him like Phil she's pretty when compared to him she's pretty built picks him up spins him and in that spin rotation sees Max Minnie and Alaska and just goes you let go of me what are you doing god oh. like I try to push his way out of her arms what what is Akemba's sister's Anamon like because those two are being reunited as well right I now. was Aww. going yes so uh Akemba's sister her Anamon is similar to his, but different. Still, there are some similar celestial qualities. Aww. These Anamon were drawn to similar people, after all. Uh, after all that they have been through together. But it is a cat with these beautiful angelic wings and a small red halo hovering above its head and it jumps back up on the bed and oh your sister is relieved she lets go of you what? blessedly and hugs her animon instead and way off in the background of your mind so far it's hard to know if it is real you hear a sound that might be called purring <laughs> Alaska, you leave with Glamtron and make it back to your home. All of the kids who are sick, sleeping, have awakened. And they scream with joy to see you. You were the only one who wasn't home after all. And when they woke up confused, weren't sure what to do. Oh, wow. Okay. So, like, oh, Ontario, you're awake? I didn't even know. Oh, it's know provinces, too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> of course. <laughs> I'm so happy you're doing well. Um, 
I don't know if you're too tired or overtired, but I would love if you all wanted to make some friendship bracelets. Yeah! Yeah! Um, Even the kids that are more reluctant are drawn into the excitement as uh, you go to spend time with them. They can write whatever they want on their bracelets, whether or not they can read or write. (laughs) Minnie and Max, you make it home as well, and your mom has set out new sandwiches, just like the one that she packed to send with Minnie this morning, but plated with uh, chips on the side as well as some fruit for you as well. And she says, oh, good, you're home. Uh, Max, there was a call for you. Really? From who? Who do you think? Go call her back. Max, like, stands up so fast that the chair scoots back. It, like, screeches, and he he runs out of the room to, to... I guess I don't know what era this is. Pokemon always makes me think of the 90s, so I'm still imagining corded phones. I think corded <laughs> is great. Yeah, that's yeah. what I'm thinking as well. Yeah, to the children in the audience, we used to be bound to the wall <laughs> with a tether when we called people. Um, yeah, he, he runs into the living room and uh, picks up the phone and uh, calls Haru. She answers on the second ring and says, Hey, Max. Haru. Oh, my goodness. I uh, have had the weirdest morning. I Dad says I couldn't wake up this morning. And when I finally did, I was just anxious. You know, like when you wake up from a bad dream and I just, I just, I learned school was canceled. I had to call you. I think I know exactly what you mean. I'm glad you called back. Of course. Haru, you know how you said the other day that you met another friend at school? Yeah. I think I made some friends today, too. Max, that is so cool! Tell me about them! And she launches into a conversation with you, partly about your dreams, partly about these new friends you claim to have, and many... Your mother comes up to you and just kind of rests her hands on your shoulders and looks at you. I think things are going to be okay, kiddo. I think so, too. Um, I need a new lunch sack. I... What? What happened to your other <laughs> one? Uh, I, uh, I, I gave it to someone. <laughs> okay, well... If it went to good use. Sure. Yeah. We'll go shopping this weekend. Okay, cool. Today, I think we'll just um, give everyone a chance to take a break. Uh, a chance to recoup. Yeah. Um, can, can, we, can we maybe watch, um, can we watch Pokemon? Of course we can. And she takes each of your sandwich plates into the living room to uh, eat in front of the television as she pulls up one of your favorite shows and a bop of a theme song starts playing. <laughs> <laughs> and with that, we will end our one shot. Yay. I love Wonderful. That. Incredible. Yes. Thank you to each of you for joining me today. Uh, Really quickly, I would like to uh, give some stars to each other for the session that we've played today. 
Uh, but since uh, we are, I think, running low on time, uh, let's go ahead and just do one star uh, for someone who you thought gave an outstanding character moment uh, or choice decision as a player today. And uh, we'll end with that. Um, yeah, I mean, as always, I'm happy to go first. Um, I would love to give a star um, to James for Max's character because, like, Max said no to the friendship bracelet. I didn't think anybody was going to say no. And, like, you didn't objectively say no. You're just like, but I just I'm not ready. And then watching that development and then your friend still called back. It's just it made me really happy. And I love those kind of moments where, A, somebody says no. And, like, we, I have to figure out, like, oh, now what do I do? So that was excellent. <laughs> thank you. Oh, thank you. Um, well, then I'll I'll go with mine. I got to give mine uh, to, to Drac. I love, like, just fully taking on uh, the delinquent persona <laughs> and shouting at a, a, a literal god um, to, to fight you as your first instinct. I loved it. Amazing. <laughs> Uh, I'll go next. Um, my size to Kiana. I love Minnie with all my heart. <laughs> I love. I have three younger sisters, and they somehow Minnie reminded me of all three of them. Like, <laughs> like always being able to tag along, and also being able to somehow outwit me. And I'm trying to like give a reason why they can't like hang out with me or can't have this one item that like well actually and it recites some unknown law that I had no clue about <laughs> or that dictated by the all powerful mother. Um, I absolutely love them so so much, and I can also it also felt like it felt like she was part of the group personally. Like maybe she doesn't feel it, but it definitely felt yeah. like everyone else is like. Yeah, of course she's gonna be along for the ride. That's the problem. The like forever. that's how we're worried because she is so <laughs> integral to the group. But yeah, no, I loved it. Absolutely incredible. Yay! I mean, I give mine to B because, like, as you manage to just roll with suggestions really easily in a way that makes things <laughs> super fun. God, just the. I mean, as soon as my name was like, what if stand-up comedy was what your animal was doing? You're like, great, this is what's happening Absolutely. now. <laughs> and now we love it. Um, and that's always something that is 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 hard to do. It's hard to do sometimes. So, uh, and and being able to stay consistent with the characters. So just just having you're know, like, yeah, I I I pull the fourteen of best friends is like my <laughs> oh, favorite. It's so great. good. Oh, thank you. Please excuse well, and, me for the need to give everyone a star really quickly. Oh, James. Well, I was going to say we have to give Renee a star. Yeah. Oh, no. Wait, Renee, yeah. as soon and as you put so out the voice with Borgifer, I died. <laughs> um, and all the voices. In a good way. Yes, absolutely. And all the voices for the animal <laughs> that you provided today were very distinct and very true to what we were imagining. So I, I really yeah. like that a lot. Thank you. Yeah, and I have to say, expertly done to twist a dream into uh, like an existentially horrific nightmare. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> oh, thank you. Um, <laughs> One of my GMing skills <laughs> I've picked up over the years. <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna echo Kiana because, like, the voices. Because I definitely was, I thought for a second you're gonna be like, "Hey, what do you think your animals sound like?" But you didn't. And I was like, "Okay, I'm gonna go whatever like she thinks they sound like." And the moment you spoke as Ark Angua, I was like, that's what I was imagining. I didn't say anything. <laughs> How did you know? 
Yay! <laughs> <laughs> uh, for me, it was when you established the scenes in the very beginning. Asking what our morning routine is like is one of the best ways to kind of figure out, like, what is this character like? And then the little interjections of, like, what was building our world was so perfect because that laid the foundation of what we were going to get into. Yeah. And I loved it. Thank you. I would like to say, Kiana, you started out strong by embodying Minnie and giving us uh, a very fleshed out idea of her right from the get go and knocking on Max's door repeatedly in the morning. That was great. Uh, James, everything that you gave me from your character that you said the entirety <laughs> of character creation throughout the course of the game was just uh, ammunition and gold <laughs> to me as a GM. I freaking loved that so thank you for uh providing me with so many opportunities to uh <laughs> play on max's nightmares um drac thank you so much for embodying your character throughout <laughs> holy moly you one of the things i find hardest in one shots as a player is to stick with the decisions you make at the beginning of the game but ikemba did the whole time it was just solid decision making on character moves from shaking his fist at the king of beasts to being reluctant to hug his sister in the end because his friends were around and to begrudgingly acknowledge the coolness of people <laughs> around you very good and b the creativity you brought uh especially not knowing at the beginning what item you were going to take and then to lean so well into that tarot deck throughout the course of the game and bring your own tone to it for Alaska was phenomenal. So thank you for your creativity today. Thank all of you for playing with me. Well, to everyone who tuned in, uh, all you heroes out there, I hope you enjoyed our moving tale of friendship and the power of Animon. Saturday morning cartoons stick with us to this day. <laughs> Thanks, y'all. This episode of One Shot uses music from the following artists. Dreaming by Solo. Game Boy by Ender. And Illusions by Colossus. This episode of One Shot was edited and sound designed by Tracy Barnett. You can find more of their work online anywhere at The Other Tracy. Well, heroes, this has been the finale of Animon Story. I've been Renee Rhodes, and it has been a pleasure being your host and storyteller during this audition process. But before I say goodbye for now, I've got one more call to action for you. This month on September 30th is International Podcast Day. That makes September the perfect time to let a podcast know that you appreciate their work. You could post a recommendation to social media or pledge support to a show's Patreon. You could leave a rating and review on iTunes, which is huge. Five-star reviews mean a lot. They help new listeners find the show, and they encourage the creators who make the shows. Being a part of this audition process has given me just a glimpse of the hard work that Tracy and James do for this show and network. If you like what they do here on this show and in other podcasts around the OneShot network with the awesome casts and crews there, please let them know. Thanks, heroes. And one last thing, check out the show notes for links to the game we played, as well as the cast socials and other projects. Like, have you heard about James's ultimate RPG campfire card deck? Go, support them! Goodbye from me for now, heroes!
As always, a humble and hearty thanks to our supporters on Patreon. If you want to help us in a non-monetary way, the best thing you can do is tell a friend. You can also leave us a rating and review on iTunes. Every five-star review we get helps new people find the show. For the latest one-shot news, be sure to follow me on Twitter at OneShotRPG. Look us up on Facebook at Facebook.com slash OneShotPod, or look for news on the site at OneShotPodcast.com. If you want to inquire about ad rates, live appearances, commissioning episodes, or you have a general question or comment for the show, contact us at GameMaster at OneShotPodcast.com. OneShot is a production of the OneShot Podcast Network, in association with Paracosm Press. Paracosm Press is a Chicago-based tabletop games publisher. You can find more information at P-A-R-A-C-O-S-M-Press.com. Finally, that music which is right now swelling up over my voice is Adventure by Be Your Own Pet, courtesy of Infinity Cat Records. See you next time, heroes. Heroes.